It's me, Roz. I was in Joanne Fabrics the other day, and I saw Halloween decorations, so if Joanne says so, it is Halloween time. I'm going with it. How you doing? I'm doing great because my friend Chris Colfer is back on the show. We all love him, including the ghosts. Ghosts can't get enough of Chris Colfer. He has had so many stories, and it's his third time being on in a year. (laughs) which I love. I would love to have him here all the time. He recently went on a trip to Scotland and had a little bit of paranormal experiences there. If you haven't heard the other times he's been on, go back and listen. They are some iconic episodes. He was on like a year ago-ish, and then he came back on with his best friend Ashley Fink. The two of them had some stories, and now he's back. And I love him. I love him so much. So I say we just get into this episode on Patreon this week. No bonus clip from this episode, but uh, I'm still doing my weekly uh, episodes where I'm looking into different states, state by state. I just did Hawaii. And um, check it out. Link in the description. Also, there will be a video version of this episode We literally just recorded this yesterday, so uh, it's just going to take a moment to get that edited and up on YouTube. The folks over at Starburns Audio are working real hard to get these video episodes out, so please watch them. Those are just... Um, I mean, I usually link them in the descriptions of these episodes. I, I'm not going to do it this time because it's not out yet, but if you just Google or if you just go to YouTube and type in ghosted by Roz Hernandez. You'll find the episodes. Anyway, let's talk to Chris. On with the show. I'm joined by a three-peat guest. Somebody, I think the first time in history that a guest has been on three times in a year. Really? Chris Colfer, hello. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming back yeah, on. Course. You said you have more stories, which I can't wait to hear. <laughs> you know, I've never, I don't even know if I've ever really talked about this on the pod, but like you and me and Rachel, the exorcist, we're like real friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we see each other. We hang we out. We like hang out like right. a, a decent amount. Yeah, it's not just for uh, for for uh, the show. It's uh, it's it's for life. It's yeah. We don't. We're not though. The three of us ghost hunting sounds so. Fun. That would be so much fun. That would be a road trip I would love to take. God, what a dream. Yeah. But yeah, you and I um, hang out, and I'm so happy that you've come back. You brought notes with you. <laughs> I brought notes, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have a few stories, and I, I wanted to make sure I didn't forget anything, because, you know, I take this very seriously. Yeah. Which, <laughs> like, you're, I, I mean, I joke, but you truly are a gift from the podcasting uh, paranormal podcasting gods. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. You, um, well, I, you know, another thing I was thinking about with you is that I witnessed your first ever tarot reading. You did, yeah, at my house. That was yeah so by Calix, our friend Calix. Shout out Calix. Yeah, who some people might know 
as wearing a speedo on RuPaul's Drag yes, Race. Yes, he's part of the, the pit crew. Showing off yeah. that body. Yeah. Oh my god. That yeah. He's he's in great shape. And he also reads tarot, and he's really good. Really at it. good at it. Really, really good at it. Yeah. You should have him on on on, on the show. Oh, I would love to. Oh, I'm sure he'd love to come and talk about it. He gave you such a good reading. And yeah. I was just sitting there like. So we everyone was gathered around so into yeah. it. Like everyone was just around the table listening to him. Um and I was my 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 jaw kept dropping because the things he was saying were just so accurate and so um unbelievable. I can't believe you've never had a tarot reading. I know. It, it unlike me to not not have that. I guess it's I would rather like have a psychic reading than uh, a tarot I, I don't know. I I think I just like psychics are more exciting to me. And well, past life regression is exciting to me. Your friend Char who you hooked me up with she she's going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks she has a new mm -hmm. book you wrote the foreword mm -hmm. to it and she is the real deal real deal and you've had a lot of like readings and stuff from her right oh yeah no she's one of my one of my best friends um and i met her years ago um backstage at the uh kelly and regis live show <laughs> um and uh, i back then i was terrified of psychics um because i was always afraid that they would give me bad news and I did not want any bad news. Um, and uh, so I was kind of like, <laughs> kind of like avoiding her in the halls and then and she walked up to me and she grabbed my hand and she said, I just want to let you know you're here to help people and if you ever, ever want a reading from me, just let me know. I'd, I'd be honored to give, to give you a reading. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, sure, sure, sure. And then uh, years later, I'm sitting like on the set of Glee talking to, uh, I think it was Leah Michelle, Naya Rivera and Sarah Jessica Parker and we're all talking about psychics and talking about, you know, our different experiences with them. And I said, you know, I'd never had reading before but I met this lady named Char and I'm really kicking myself that I didn't reach out to her and, and you know take take a reading um, and then two days later Char reached out again this was two two and a half years later and she just reached out like a, a, a day after because she had to go through her people to get to my people so like literally the same day she reached out just to let me know that my offer was still on the table so uh, I uh, I took her took her up on it and went to her went to her uh, her place and she gave me a reading and it was scary accurate and um, uh, and yeah and we've been friends ever since does she give you bad news well, she she's very um, very maternal to me, mm -hmm. so uh, it's more it's more like a motherly you know this is what you need to do better on you know kind of a kind oh, of a thing. Okay. But uh, no, she's never given me like um like you know like like uh, you're gonna die or you know anything like that. <laughs> well, <you know>? obviously, <laughs> yeah. But um uh, no, I, I I love her to pieces. Have you had other psychic readings? I've had pet psychic readings. Wait, did we talk about this? We might have. I'm confused now because you've told me so many stories, and mm. you've told me like we've talked not on the podcast. So I'm trying mm. to remember it. Remind yeah. me. I, I can tell you a story. You can cut it later if a, if a, if a, if okay. I've already said. <laughs> so my cat was very sick. He had heart failure, and so I reached out to a, to a pet psychic because that's what you do when you live in Los Angeles. Um, and uh, I just wanted to make sure he had no like unfinished cat business, or you know, and or there's anything I could do to like make his last days you know more comfortable. And the psychic says. Do you sing to him? And I go, oh, yes, I do sing to him. And she goes, do you like change the words and songs to be about him? Like, for example, the hills are alive with the sound of Brian. And I said, oh, yes, I, I, I do, I do. And I'm getting teary eyed because I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, my, my voice is soothing him and you know, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, yeah, he hates your voice. He, oh he, my he's, God. <laughs> he's telling me if you want him to die in peace to please stop singing. 
to stop with the yeah with the, the Weird Al yeah with the name that tune yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, so I did and uh, and uh, I, I guess he passed peacefully because of it <laughs> oh my god but yeah. so you haven't had psychic readings for humans no and I've, I've you know I've been offered um, like you know, to be a guest on the Long Island Medium and and Tyler Henry and all that but I just like. I, my family is rowdy, and especially the ones that are that have passed. And uh-huh. I don't know if I just I want that out there. Um, right. But um, uh, whenever I, I go through a rough time, or you know, uh, you know, something comes up, I always run it by Shar, and she always gives me really good advice. Yeah, I would be nervous mm-hmm. to hear what some people would have to say. Yeah. Like that could be embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like I'll just like lose my keys, and I'll call Shar, and she'll tell me right where they are. Like it's it's so like, it's 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 like having a, a best friend with a superpower. That truly is a superpower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, one of your other superpowers, one of your superpowers, is that ghosts are obsessed with you. <laughs> oh, I wish they were. Oh, gosh. I, I'm obsessed with what them. What do you mean? You have 20,000 ghost That's true. stories. That's true. I, I'm still in denial. I said that in our first episode. I'm in denial. Of what? I guess that, I don't know. I, I want... Like, I want it so bad. Like I want, I want to have an experience that is just so undeniable. Uh, I, I want that so. I, I know, but I, I think, I think even like with the experiences I've, I've had, there's always that that little seed of doubt. You know, that's in all of us that just kind of. It, I, I want to get rid of that doubt. So I'm hoping one day I'll have an experience that really just is is blatantly undeniable. Yes, it's 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 all here. You lived in a haunted house. I did. You. Uh, saw a UFO. I did. Yeah. You've had a, a bajillion thing. You have mm. shot like you've mm. had so many incredible stories, but you still yeah. doubt it. I guess. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's um. Uh, I, maybe because I was raised to believe that there's no such thing as ghosts. There's no such thing as aliens. Like that. 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 That's still. That's still in my head. Some. Some. For some reason. I get it. Yeah. But, All right. But. Well, let's hear your new stories and we'll see if I <laughs> doubt them. OK, OK. I actually I will say I had recently the most paranormal experience I've ever like I've ever had. And I'm very excited to tell you about it. In fact, okay. as soon as it happened, I, I even told someone I can't wait to tell Roz about this. So this is a 10, you would say, on the paranormal scale? Oh, gosh. I would say a 9 because there's still that that small. Come you know on. what I mean? Okay. It, it, yeah. Wait, which story is like your your closest most paranormal well, i think the, the ufo I got, I got that on camera so like that you know and and i i, well, I, I haven't seen this video oh, i'll send it to you yeah yeah i Please. was um i i was on the tonight show and and we showed it on the tonight show um oh, and, okay. and 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 like people still haven't been able to tell me like what it could have been like so i mean that that's intriguing um that was because that was like yeah, that was like i have evidence of that one um most of it though is just like you know like i'll wake up and i'll like i'll see something or someone standing at the foot of my bed and then like They'll fade away, and then, but then, like you know, that also could be sleep paralysis. You know, there's so many could be, could be, but I mean, I know, I know, I think I these ghosts are obsessed with you. I, I, I guess, yeah. I, I think, I think I'm so pale. They just think I'm one of them. <laughs> I mean, mm. um, you know, I am very pale right now, <laughs> and it's not happening for it's- me. <laughs> but I don't want it. So, yeah. um, okay. You were in Scotland. Yes. So I turned 30 in the pandemic um, and uh, had this huge, obnoxious, elaborate trip planned to celebrate my 30th birthday uh, uh, to Scotland um, and uh, had to uh, postpone everything uh, to this year. 
And I was going to lose all my deposits if we didn't take the trip. So uh, we, we went ahead and, and, and did it this this year. Um, but uh, uh, I, I designed the whole trip around going to, like, you know, haunted castles and, like, haunted tours and Loch Ness and, and all the, the famous paranormal Scottish stuff. Um, so uh, uh, had, had some pretty great experiences there. Um, I'll start with this place called Castle Menzies, which is in Aberfeldy. Castle Menzies is is uh, was built like in like I think like the 1200s. It's it's very very a- ancient, um, and I believe Outlander has filmed there a few times, um, and it is very very haunted. And also, what I love about Scotland, let me tell you, is haunted places. Like there's there's no stigma. There's there's no there's no mockery. It's just it's just like a fact. Like 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 they're like they'll have like plaques outside rooms that just say the haunted room. Like, like it is, it is like hilarious. Like how, how ever, and everyone just like, it's just like, it's just part of life there. Um, well also the fact that if a ghost is sticking around from the 1200s, yeah. like they must feel comfortable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cozy if they're, if they're still around. Yeah. But, um, so anyway, so Castle Men- Menzies, um, has this really, really bloody history. Um, uh, most notably, they're like, 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 uh, the, the clan, you know, slash clan leader slash like king guy that, that lived there at one point had a daughter that was, um, uh, basically raped and murdered by, by these men. So we had these men rounded up and, uh, tortured them in the dungeon. Um, so there's just a lot of, and that's just like one of many bad things that happened there. Um, so there's just a lot, a lot of bad juju in that, in that building. Okay. Um, so, uh, we, uh, my friends and I, um, including our mutual friend, Drew Drogi, he was with us. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we went there to have a tour and to have dinner because they served dinner in like the original like kitchen of the, the castle. Can people stay there? Uh, they can't spend the night, but, um, uh, I mean, we were there really late. Like we were there from like six to midnight. Um, oh my God. Yeah. And it's just so cool to like be like in like a mid- medieval kitchen and like have like the meal being prepared in like the oven. And, and it was, it was a very cool experience. So we get there. Was it like medieval times? No, no. It was. It was. It was like. It was like steak and potatoes and 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 uh, there there was silverware. Thankfully. Okay. Um. Uh, I mean that would be great, but uh. No. Not 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 in this not 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 this particular place. Um. So anyway, we get there, and we're kind of like doing like a a little bit of a tour, and we walk we walk into this 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 room that is just sort of between the dungeon and the kitchen, <laughs> and it. I think it was like used as like a storage room, like where they'd like hang meat and you know, you know, keep you know barrels of wine and stuff. Um, and we walk in, and as soon as we walk in the room, the window slams slams shut. Like just just, and it was like it opened towards us. Uh-huh. It just slams shut as soon as we walk in. And Drew and I look at each other because we were just like, did did. Did we just? Did you just see? Did, did we just see the same thing? And, and kind of been a no gust of wind. Nothing. Well, that's the thing. I have never ever in my life seen the wind blow a window shut. You know, like like I've seen it blow a window open, of course, but never like you know shut. And so the guy that that ran the castle, like we were kind of spooked, and he he was like, "Oh, it was the wind. It was the wind." But it wasn't really windy that day. And again, like it was also like. The, the window was fully open with with the with the you know with the with it coming tor- coming into the into the room. So that had to be like a it would have to have been like a weird freak of nature like pressure wind thing for it to shut like like that. But not one of those things where like you open a door and then that causes another one. No, there's there was it was there nothing was no like door. That. There was no there was nothing. Uh, 
there was nothing that we did to create any kind of draft or different kind of pressure in the room. But as soon as we walked in, this window that had been open all day slammed shut on its own. Okay. And that is right. that is probably the most uh, as closest in my in my experience the closest undeniable paranormal experience I've had because it was just. It, 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 I, I, I have a picture of it, but um, I wish I was I wish I was recording a video. But um, yeah, no, I just, I've never seen the wind do do that to a window. Did you talk to the staff at all about it being haunted? Oh yeah, yeah, and they're and, and like 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 I said, it's just all like, just a matter of fact. They're like, yeah, it's a it's a haunted place. Yeah, like they're just there's like one guy like lives there, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's haunted. Doors slam, windows yeah. slam. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, he even said like like he goes, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't come here at night. I I, I stay at the the in the cottage that's on the property. I don't, but I I don't come in, in here at night. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm working with Drew next week. I'm oh, you have to him ask about him about it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And then um, and then we had a, a like a ghost tour where like mediums came and and gave us a tour of the the whole castle and, um. Uh, uh, a lot of the, a lot they, they said they said the castle, uh, given its history, uh, affects young women a lot more than than men. Okay. Um, probably because so many horrible things have happened to young women in that castle. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of the the women that were with us were felt really really uncomfortable. Um, my friend Ashley left because she didn't want to take the tour because she was feeling so eerie. Oh no! Um, yeah, yeah. And like we when we got up to the attic, um, a lot of people, including Drew, um, and my friend uh, Chaz, uh, they heard um, uh, growling. Like behind their ears, um, I didn't hear the growling. I was very jealous, um, but uh, it, it, it really spooked them. Who was growling? I have no idea. I, I don't know. It, some demon, I guess. It would have to be. <laughs> I know. I know. Though that is what I would do if mm-hmm. I was a ghost. Mm-hmm. I would be going up to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just growl. Yeah. Just, oh my god. Yeah. I'd be the worst ghost. I would just play pranks all day. Oh god, it'd be so fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Okay. Well, did you go to Loch Ness? We did go to Loch Ness. Yes, we took a we took a boat tour of Loch Ness, and that was probably my favorite part of our, our trip because it was just so beautiful. Um, I mean, like my eyes were glued to the water the entire time, just like hoping Nessie would <laughs> would make an appearance. Um, I didn't see Nessie. Um, Ashley said that she did see something following the boat in the water. But here's the thing with Ashley. Uh, uh, it'll take her five years to process it before she really tells me what she saw. <laughs> so it, it was a miracle that I got that out of her in the moment. Um, <laughs> so uh, it, that that's how she's always been. Like, she sees something spooky. She holds it in. She holds it in. She holds it in. And I'll get it out of her, like, over drinks, like, years later. <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't you tell me in the moment? I could have ran over and confirmed or, you know, denied. Um, so what about the staff on that tour? Oh my god, Did, that's exactly where I was gonna. That's exactly what I was gonna <laughs> say. Um, uh, you know, you know me. I do my, I do my research <laughs> when I go to these places. Um, I did ask the the um, the the guys um, uh, that were that were uh, you know the the captain and, and his crew if they'd seen anything, and they said they have never seen an actual like serpent like creature, but they have seen many things that that were not that that can't be explained, like uh, the water like doing like. Weird, like like whirlpools, um, uh, like splashes coming out of nowhere. Um, yeah, that 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 kind of stuff. Um, you know, Miss Lochness was in the news recently. She was, wasn't she? Yeah, because they found a fossil of a plesiosaur. Oh, right. Well, that's what that's what it's believed that she is. Yes. Yeah. It was in Morocco in a salt in a freshwater lake, I believe. Oh. 
And it's always been believed that they were only in salt water. Mm -hmm. So it could support the idea that she could be some kind of plesiosaur hanging out. But we're talking like... I think 150 million years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I what I, what, one theory that I that I listened to on 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 this show on your show uh, that I was just like I got chills when I heard about it was I forget who it was, but he said um, uh, that he believes that like Nessie and the Bigfoot are just ghosts of creatures that used to exist. Yeah. And I was like, why have I never thought about that? Like that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that was and, probably like, Johnny L. Tenney. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was right. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think about that all the time mm-hmm. with all of that stuff. I'm always just like. I think we just have to believe that it is some kind of magical creature. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm all for that. There's no other way of explaining yeah. it. And then all you can do all that stuff like with uh, what was the um, was he an alchemist um, that lived there? Um, oh, Alistair Crowley. Yes, yes. You know, so you know something's going on in that in that in that walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. well, I have faith in you that you will one day meet Nessie. I, I hope so. I'm a big fan. Um. Okay. Well. What else you got on that list for me? Well, okay, we also visited uh, Dunrobin Castle, which was... Um, Dunrobin. Dunrobin. I am done. <laughs> I'm done, That's Robin. Batman. I'm done, Robin. So when they broke up. Um, it. Uh, so when I was growing up, we had this um, framed photo of Dunrobin Castle in, in my, the entryway of my uh, childhood home. Oh. And my parents always joked that it was like our family castle. And then Are late, you Scottish? I am Scottish, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, later I found out my mom just got it at a garage sale and thought it was pretty. It was <laughs> nothing to do with us and I was horribly disappointed. Um, anyway, so I've always wanted to go visit it and so we, we went um, and uh, it is breathtaking. It is it is like a French chateau like on, on the Scottish coast and just gorgeous um and that's where um i saw the plaque the the haunted room plaque was was at that castle because many years ago the the story is um whatever lord lived there uh, his daughter wanted to marry like a commoner so he locked her in in this tower mm-hmm. and she tried to escape and fell to her death and so they say she haunts the the, the uh, dunrobin to to this day um oh, no. and, but it's hilarious because the um owners after the lord turned it into a nursery this this tower Oh as God. as one does. That's so often the case. Yeah, because you know why not? Um, yeah. And so it's like the haunted room slash nursery, and there's like the room is full of like dolls and and like bassinets, and it's just it just like it, it's just it, it's almost like it's been decorated by like a set a set designer. So the lady, she's just hanging around with the dolls. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess there's no proof that it's her, but I mean that I mean all signs point to you know she, she died tragically, so she's she's sticking around. Oh my God. Mm. Well, I love that they have the haunted room plaque. Isn't that hilarious? I think that that's, I like that. I like the transparency. Yeah. I like embracing it. Yeah. Too many people. But then there's also part of me that likes it when they don't. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I knew a little dirty secret. I know that there's a lady that fell out of this window. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, know. but yeah, I I definitely loved how they embrace it and how it's just like it's just like it's not even there's no stigma. It's just it's just like talking about the weather. It's like oh yeah yeah it's haunted yeah oh yeah the white lady yeah yeah. But then that's not yeah the white lady. <laughs> um, but then it's not as spooky. I guess so. Yeah, I feel like there has to be a little bit of stigma if we want to keep this shit. Yeah, spooky. there has to be a little bit of fear behind the eyes for it to be entertaining. Because if you're just like oh it's just normal, then it's like yeah it's just Jerry yeah. <laughs> Which is what I always think about with Bigfoot and Loch Ness. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, it's just like a species that yeah. lives. Like, no, it's fun when it's like yeah, magical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dangerous.
Tell me more. Okay, I have one more, more for more, you. More. Uh, we took this thing called uh, the City of the Dead tour in Edinburgh. Um, and, uh, I'm dying to go there. Oh, it's, it's, it's your dream. It is so neat. The history and just, I mean, it's just a beautiful city in general, but, uh, all the dark history of it is just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the thing that I'm sure you've heard about it, the, the, the tombs underneath Edinburgh. So like basically like there was a whole city that they just built on top of. And so there was like over a thousand like tombs underground. Um, and like in the 1700s and the 1800s, um, basically all the society's rejects, uh, the poor, uh, the diseased, the, the, the criminals, um, uh, uh, the prostitutes, uh, all just kind of lived down there because they had nowhere else to go. Um, and at the time, they couldn't even leave the city because there was a really strict um, exit tax where you'd have to like pay, like basically give the city all your money in order to leave it. Um, and so it was just like the cesspool of just like sin and crime and um, uh, uh it was just really, really eerie, and and they say that once someone went there, they only lasted about six months before they either died some horrible death by disease or they were murdered. God, um, yeah, it's just it's just really, really bad, bad juju. So we took a tour. Yeah, so you're um, like fun. <laughs> let's go vacation. Yeah. And um, it was so creepy because it's like you're you're walking through like these stone corridors that are just like a hundred feet underground, and you can see like. There are like scratches on the walls of 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 people when they were like attacked. Um, there are um, like uh, someone like put tally marks in the bricks of how long they had been down there, um, and they said because like, it was you know it was freezing that they would they would have they would burn like firewood down there and like they would all just like die of a asphyxiation because um because of the smoke would just fill right. you know um, anyway so it was really really creepy um, and it was kind of funny. Because um, uh, it was one point. At one point, the, the tour was like right underneath like this like club, and it was like country western night. So we could hear like like the hanky panky like coming through the walls, oh, which that kind God. of took a, took away from the from the fact. But it also for me added an eerie element because it was like it, like these people like they were they were that close like to like to, to like to like the real society like like people had like people living underneath underneath their home yeah. and like like think like like they would hear people like you know celebrating and having you know festivities just a few feet above their head but they were you know like these mole people just yeah, yeah scratching their scratching way out scratching their way out yeah um so highly recommend that um <laughs> I don't like to go to any place where there's not a quick exit. Yeah, yeah. And this was like winding. So they even like warn you like there's Hell no way no. out. Yeah. So and it gets a little claustrophobic sometimes because they're really it gets really narrow. Um but I mean I think you'd love it because it's just like it's just you know. I don't even like going in subways. Oh, then yeah, you wouldn't like this at all. Subways yeah. freak me out. Yeah, yeah. This is this is like subway on steroids. I'm not talking about Subway eat fresh. No, no, of course not. <laughs> um, okay, wait, where, where else did you go? So on the same tour, we went to, um, I think it was the uh, Greyfriar Cemetery. Um, it's it's called Greyfriar Cemetery because um, back in the day, the, the the monks that ran it wore gray robes, so they call it Greyfriar's Cemetery. Okay, got um, it. So not, not very creative, but, you know. Um, and uh, that's home of the McKinsey Poltergeist. 
Have you heard of the McKinsey Poltergeist? Uh, which one is this? So he, sorry, I'm giving a history lesson. No, uh, please. So uh, in like, I think the 1700s, um, there's this group called, um, and I'm. Uh, it's been a while since I heard the story, so forgive me if my facts aren't completely straight, but the Cliff Notes version is, there was this group called the uh, the Covenants, I believe, um, and they were fighting for, you know, territory and religious freedom and, you know, uh, you know freedom to govern themselves within Scotland and, uh, they lost this horrible, horrible battle. Um, and so this guy named Lord Mackenzie sentenced them all, the, the survivors, um, to uh, uh, basically uh, be prisoners outside in this, this cemetery. So these people were just exposed to the elements for years and years and just burned and starved and froze. Um, uh, very, very much almost like a kind of like a concentration camp, but, but um, uh, out, you know, more, out, more outdoors. Um, and uh, so anyway, so, so, you know, just unimaginable suffering happened in this, in this cemetery. And then uh, when Lord Mackenzie died, he was actually buried in that cemetery, which I think is just very, uh, ironic um anyway so if you i think i think in the 90s like 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 20 30 something years ago um uh a homeless man uh, wandered into the cemetery trying to find shelter to get out of the storm and he went into this this uh uh, uh the, this mausoleum where lord mckenzie was buried and apparently like he like fell through the floor and like opened the casket and the body was disturbed and ever since that happened there just been in crazy, crazy experiences that have that have happened um, in this cemetery. What? Um, yeah, and it's considered I, by a lot of people to be the most haunted place in the world because people will go and they'll like they'll feel, they'll they'll faint they'll they'll get lightheaded they'll 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 become nauseous. Um, people will leave with and then they have bruises all over their body that they can't explain. Um, so uh, Miss McKenzie is not a very nice nice gal. Oh my God! Yeah. And so uh, once again, you said. Let's go. Sign me up. Let me yeah. spend my vacation. Yeah. And it was, was kind of sad because during this tour, we were also jet lagged. We were basically just like the walking dead anyway. So we didn't quite, you know, get the full experience that I was hoping for. But um, it was a lot of fun. That is terrifying. The yeah. Mackenzie Poltergeist. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even until the 90s when, when it, it was became disturbed. haunted. It wasn't yeah. haunted before that. Not, not that I'm aware of. Um, I think it was like that homeless guy disturbed the grave. Um, and then uh, a few years later, um, this is actually kind of funny. Um, uh, two like college kids were messing around and they went into the, the, the mausoleum and um, they took apart the body. And uh, one of them performed sexual acts to the skull. Um, so I think that that probably pissed him off. The, the, the yeah, ghost. that could have something to do with yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, so he's he's pretty pissed. But they also say like like no one's sure if it's actually it, even though it's called the McKinsey Poltergeist, no one's actually sure if it's actually Lord McKinsey because there was so much suffering that was done, you know, by him or caused by him that it, it might be someone, one of the, one of the prisoners that's, that's doing all this or a combination of the prisoners, but it could just be a mass energy. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, uh, so far everyone gives him the credit. Oh my God. Yeah. So basically don't stick your giblets and skulls of dead people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, e that should be a given. Um, uh, well, now we so, know. But now we have now proof. Now we know. Now we have proof. <laughs> Finally. Uh, well, I'll remember that. Yeah. Hey, can I read you a story? Please, yes. Okay. This one came from a listener mm -hmm. named 
Diane from Kentucky. Ooh. So Dan, Diane's a great writer and mm. wrote a, a bunch of details. So I'm just mm. going to paraphrase some mm. some sections. But basically, she dated this guy named Todd back mm. in the 80s, and he ended up being a real asshole. He was abusive. It was just bad. Mm. Sorry, so, Diane. Yeah, I know. Um, but. So Todd's best friend was named Jim. Mm. So she writes, Jim and I had been friendly while I was dating Todd. And after the breakup, we grew closer and our friendship developed into love. Mm. Six weeks after our first date, we got married. Todd was pissed and he felt betrayed by us. He was very angry and very bitter. Mm. So she said that he would call over the years. And this is like pre-caller ID or whatever. Mm. So she would just like pick up and it would be him. And he'd be saying all these awful things. And uh, it was usually around his birthday or uh, she and Jim's uh, anniversary. And it affected her for a while. But eventually, you know, time went on and she got over it. But she writes that he would call several homes she changed her phone number, uh, or no, well, her phone number changed because she kept moving, and she stopped hearing from ev- him eventually, mm. and he disappeared off the map. It was great. And then several years later, she and Jim divorced, but they remained extremely close friends, and they still live together, which is sweet. Mm. Um, so many years later, she looks him up on social media because... Mm. She was already like looking up other people mm. from that time. And she was like, I'm just going to block him just in case. You never know. He could still be out there. Mm. She can find him. So then she Googles him. And then she finds out he's dead. Oh, no. She finds his obituary. She's stunned. She confirms with Jim, who, again, used to be really good friends with Todd, that it's the same guy, same birth date. They went to findagrave.com. They found it. And they confirmed it was him. Wait, wait, wait. Findagrave.com? Oh, honey. That's a thing? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, my. I've never heard of that. Yes, it's got graves I know what I'm doing it. when I get home. Okay. So you can find a grave yeah. there. Yeah. But don't don't be getting freaky deaky with no... <laughs> uh, okay, so for the first time in decades, I felt like I could relax and breathe again. I had been braced for that uh, other shoe to drop, and now it was never going to happen. What a relief, she writes. Mm. So one night last year, mm-hmm. it was close to her and Jim's, which she calls forever anniversary. Oh. They were sitting in the living room watching TV, and the phone rang. She says, I have phone service through my cable company, so whenever someone calls, their name and number pop up on my TV screen. And it was Todd's full name and his 30-year-old phone number. Oh, Creepy. She says her heart stopped. I couldn't breathe. My body was tingling from the top of my head to the tips of my fingers and toes. And the way that what you do when you feel like someone you know is watching you, but you are willing yourself not to acknowledge them or look their way. I looked at Jim. He looked at me. We both turned back to the TV to see that the name and number again was on the phone. And it continued to ring. And then they looked back at each other. And they both asked each other, are you seeing this? Is this really happening? So her phone was in the bedroom. She was too scared to move and to go answer it to talk. Um, but, yeah. So she never answered it. She didn't, she didn't answer it. Wow. But she says, the next morning, Jim called the funeral home where Todd's funeral was held and confirmed that it did actually occur. He did die. Oh. And um, he was able, Jim was even able to get his death certificate from the the funeral home 
And um, it says he called the number that popped up on the screen. Jim did the next day and got a recording saying that the number was not in service. Oh, okay. So who was it? Oh, my God. How did that happen? I know. You see, this is why I never wish death on my enemies. Because it's like, I I want you to stay where I can see you. This is like 30 years later. That's crazy. Uh, You know, the same thing happened with me when my mom passed away. That's right. Did I tell you this story? I know you have, but I don't remember where. So uh, after she died, I kept getting, um, and her number was discontinued and and all that stuff. um, And I kept getting um, missed FaceTime calls from her, from, from her phone. And the funny thing about my mom is she had like this almost superpower that whenever I was like in the middle of a meeting, a pitch meeting or an audition or whatever, she'd always just like pick it up out of the universe and like and call me right then, uh, try to FaceTime me. And then she, and then if I didn't pick up, she'd just keep going and going and going and going. So the fact that like I was getting like missed FaceTime messages from her beyond, you know, beyond the grave is 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 uh, 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 very fitting. Oh, my God. When's yeah. the last time it happened? Uh, about a few months ago. Yeah. Crazy. What? Yeah, I have screenshots. I have to but show you. But you've never answered. Uh, well, if it, when I when I when I well, that's the thing, I never get the call. I just get the missed the missed notification. Never get the the call. Okay, well, this reminds me of one of these EVPs that I found. Do you want to hear yeah, some please. ghost voices? This is always when I have to turn it off when I'm listening to the show because it always creeps me out. But but I'm not alone. These are so. creepy today. Yeah, great. It's time for EVPs or EVPs. Okay, so I go to YouTube. I find people's electronic voice phenomenon. Mm-hmm or EVPs, alleged ghosts captured on audio. And I've got two of them here for you, and I want you to tell me what you hear. I'm so excited. The one that I was thinking of that this reminded me of is... Okay. This first one. It comes from Martini Kiss 3S. Ooh, nice name. On YouTube. And it's at the Hotel Utica in Utica. Is it Utica? No, it's Utica. Utica? Utica, New York. What'd you call me? I know. And it is now known as the Double Tree by Hilton Hotel Utica. <laughs> oh. Uh It opened in 1912, and there's so many stories. But one of the stories that I was reading about online is that hotel staff get phone calls at the front desk mm-hmm. from some, some of these rooms. And they answer it, up and they answer it and it's just static. Mm. And so then... They call back, they hang up, and they call back, and someone answers, mm. and it's still static. Oh, creepy. So that would mean that the phone would have to get picked up. Right, right, for them to get the static. Although that that sounds like the kind of ghost I'd be, you know, ordering room service even when I'm dead. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's also um, a woman housekeeper ghost that roams through the hallways. Mm. There's a man that wears a tuxedo in the bar. And mm. there's a woman in white on the staircase. Classic. Classic. Okay, so what is this ghost saying? Okay, it's a little crackly. Yeah, yeah. Let's play it again. It kind of sounds like a phone call. Now, I don't think that it it didn't say on this YouTube video what, it, what wh- think who it is. Yeah. this ghost is or uh-huh. where it's coming uh-huh. from. But okay. It's real crackly. It kind of sounds like, oh, I'm wasted. Oh, I'm wasted. You got to pick me up, man. <laughs> 
wasted. Oh, I'm yeah, wasted. it's like a phone call coming from Applebee's at 2 a.m. Oh man, I'm wasted. So if you die tipsy, are you just drunk forever? Um, that's a great question. You know, I I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I guess it's possible. I have heard of a haunted bar or two where like somebody died because they were drunk and they like slipped and fell and mm-hmm. um. But I don't know if they're drunk. See, but ghosts tend to act a little drunk. Yeah, yeah. If we're being real here. Yeah, they're a little a lot sloppy. Of times they don't make any sense when right. we hear them talking. Uh-huh. They're opening windows and just walking by. They're knocking shit over. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So it's possible. <laughs> um, okay. So here's some options of that ghost. Okay. They did not think it was. What did you think it was? Ooh, I'm wasted. Oh, I'm wasted. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it A? Oh, I know where this is going. Oh. Is it B? I know where you live. Is it C? I don't think so. Or D? Is it worth it? Let me work. It. <laughs> okay. I mean, I want it to be D, but I I I, I would say B maybe. So you believe that it is saying Oh, I oh you believe it's saying I know where you live. Yeah, yeah. Can I hear again? That is so creepy. It's really creepy. Um, yeah, that is actually what they believe it is saying. So let me play it again. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally hear it that time. Yeah. I know where you live. I know where you live. But with like a hard candy wrapper, yeah. like <laughs> in the microphone. Um, okay, here's another one. This one comes from Crystalline J, and it is at the Crown Hill Cemetery, which is in Indianapolis, Indiana. I was looking into this place, and this is a creepy cemetery. Mm. Uh, It's haunted because, well, because it's a cemetery, Mm. so there's that. Mm -hmm. But it was established in 1863, which for America, that's pretty old. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's nothing compared to where you were just at. But uh, I've got a grandpa that old. (laughs) They've got more than... 200,000 graves. Mm, wow. Benjamin Harrison is buried there. Mm. Who's that? <laughs> like, oh, Ben. Yeah. Believe it or not, <laughs> a U.S. president. The, oh, really? The oh, President Harris? Harrison. Harrison. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you tried. I tried. You tried. Oh, President oh, Harris. Oh, that <laughs> Benjamin Harrison. <laughs> oh, President Harris. I mean, ben- knock on wood. Benjamin Harrison. Oh. Um, who was the twenty third president? Got it. Okay, I had I honestly did not know that at all. Yeah, yeah, I yeah I'm really bad. I I'm I know English and French history way better than I do American history. God. Okay. So apparently he's there. I, I don't know that he's a ghost there, but people see the ghost of a woman wandering while holding a baby. She's looking mm-hmm. lost with her baby, just mm-hmm. going yeah. around. Um, they hear children laughing and playing, and here's a ghost. That somebody believes they've heard. Mm. Okay, it's another whisper. Yeah. One more time. It kind of sounds like a laundry machine. I know, there is that, but do you hear the whisper? Yes, yeah. It sounds like it sounds like something like um like before you can say something to me or something. I do hear like a say. Okay, well, here's some options. Is it A, 
Ooh, extra juicy. <laughs> is it B? Wait, let me see. Is it C? What did you say? Or D? Wow, you can sing. <laughs> okay, here we go. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't really hear any of those. But I, I guess I'd have to. Say, what was A? Ooh, juicy. Wait. Oh ooh, yeah. Extra juicy. I don't think it was that one. <laughs> I mean, I want it to be that one. It might be. You think? You think that? Ooh, extra juicy. Let, let me hear it again. Sometimes I'm. You know, I put these outrageous options in here. Sometimes that is what they. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Um. Let me play it one more time. I, I just hear more syllables than than juicy. So what was B again? Maybe it was they had juicy couture on. Oh. <laughs> and they go, ooh, juicy. Um, wait, let me see. Well, I'll just tell you. Yeah, I'm, I'm Because stumped. there's no prize. Yeah. So it's, we don't have to try that hard. Yeah. It's um, C. What did you say? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which I kind of hear. Yeah, I, I can hear that more so. Than yeah. What did you say? I mean, and that's assuming it's in English. I hear it. I don't know. What did you say? Um, okay. Well, Chris, let's let's wind on down here. Mm. Let me just uh let me just do this thing that I've done with you a few times. I'll just say some paranormal stuff and you tell me oh, what you awesome. think. Yes, please. Witchcraft. Um Do you think it's even paranormal? What do you think? I don't know. I I it's been around for so long. I, I, I have I find it hard to believe that it's not something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I, I feel like I, I don't know, I feel like maybe like like what's the difference between like witchcraft and also like praying for something? You know, it's like the more you get into it, the more you see how similar right? so much of this. How much is. of it yeah, it's all like the same thing. And so much of witchcraft is like with a lot of this stuff, it's so spooky because mm. of books and movies, right. and and it's really yeah. not right. And I feel like just like witchcraft in general was just like frowned upon because it was like empowerment for women back in the day, and you well, know, right. God, heaven of forbid. Course. So yeah, I mean, I'm a, I guess I'm a fan, and I, you know, I grew up, you know, I've written a book about witchcraft, so right. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm a fan. Okay, what do you think about time travel? Do you think it's possible? I do. I think. Yeah. I think. Why? Um, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I think. I think. I just. I just desperately want it to be. To be true. Um, I. I wonder if it. Like. I wonder if it is true yet. Does that make sense? Like. I don't. Like. Are we maybe we're living in the first reality before it's been invented? Okay. Does that. Does that make any sense? But would that mean this? Is, this shit gets me so yeah freaked out. It's fun to because think then about. it's like, would that mean that? So it it becomes a thing in the future. Yeah, would, could those people come back to see? Like, would they come right. visit us now? Would it be like a vacation? Like, is that what a see, UFO is? Right, right. Are they us in the future visiting us? Yeah. Um. I I I, I like that theory. Um. I wonder if it's I. If it does exist, I I think. It's past humanity. Like I don't. Okay. I don't think like we are there when it. If does that make does that make any sense? Like um, I think like we either evolve before it happens or we we we're extinct before it happens. And I don't. I'm not sure humanity should be trusted with time travel. 
No. You know, like you think of like all the, you know, how political it would get and, you know, and right. they fell in the wrong hands. Like, you know, you would, races of people could, 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 you know, disappear and, you know, all that. Right. Or have they, you know? I know. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Yeah. What if somebody messed something up? Yeah. I actually, like, it kind of freaks me yeah. out every if, time yeah. I think about it. If you could go back in time and change one thing, what would it be? Have you ever thought See, about that? See, but that's one of those things where it's like you can't answer that correctly. Yeah, no. Because it's people impossible. go, then what about this thing? Yeah. Why wouldn't you save that? Yeah, yeah. So... I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like I am comfortable answering yeah. that question because I will never be able to say it right. Yeah. I don't. What would you? I mean, I, I mean, the twenty sixteen election comes to mind. Um, but um, I honestly, I'd go back and and just like kill the first mosquito. <laughs> I like. We don't need them. They they do nothing for us. Um, uh, uh, they love me more than ghosts do. Um, really? Yes. Um, they go ooh extra juicy. <laughs> They're probably like, ooh, vanilla bean. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually re- re- reading this book right now called The Mosquito. Um, and it's fascinating about how just how like mosquitoes are like the number one killer of the number one predator of human beings. Is it a nonfiction? It's book? a nonfiction book, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mosquitoes. They and, and they like you think of all the diseases they've spread and like and like we have the technology to wipe them out, but it's like a controversial um uh, th- uh, uh issue because, you know, Noah's Ark. <laughs> like that's really the, the only reason there were mosquitoes on Noah's Ark oh there must have been I guess there must yeah. have been I know see how do you do the roll call and make sure that the <laughs> mosquitoes are there I know right <laughs> there's sorry that's another t- okay um, what about uh, sleep paralysis you were saying yeah oh yeah I, I have major sleep paralysis and it's it's terrifying absolutely terrifying like like there have been many times when, like, I will, like, half my brain will wake up, but the rest of me won't wake up, so I'm just paralyzed, and I'm just, like, and, like, and, you know, you know, usually, like, when you're asleep, you breathe less. Yeah. So, like, it just feels like you're suffocating because you're not getting the air that, that you, you need when you're conscious. Um, and there's so many, there's so many times, because you, you can control your breathing a little bit when you're under sleep paralysis, when I will, like, try to breathe as hard and as loudly as I can, hoping that, that my boyfriend Will will wake up and help me wake up the rest of the way. But I hate it. It is, it is, it is awful. I, I hate sleep paralysis. But have you seen, like, do you believe that it could be paranormal? It could be, yeah. I, I will say, like, every time that I have woken up and seen something, like, at the foot of my bed, um, it, um, uh, it has, has not been the, 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 the paralyzed version that I also um, have experienced. So, I mean, both could be different types of, of paranormal stuff. Mm. Yeah. God, I still have not had sleep paralysis. They're so lucky. <laughs> it is <sighs> awful. I've, I've had it. I actually haven't had it in a, in a while, but usually it happens like if I'm like stressed out about something, um, it'll happen, but it is, it is terrifying. When the question is always, how do you sleep? So on your back? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I sleep on my back usually. Usually. That's just, That's it. I know. I know. That's that's my first my first problem. I just wake up in a pool of drool. <laughs> but no demons. I'm a I'm an aging child star, so I try not to like <laughs> sleep on my face. So, you know, to create lines. <laughs> I well, I used to be like, oh, just get Botox. Yeah. But then I learned from getting Botox <laughs> that you can't sleep on your face if you have Botox. Oh, really? So, oh, good to know. Yeah, well, so I, I, I got Botox, and then I was told that after it was already in my face. No, did it like push it or? 
Well, no, I, I like I, once I got the Botox, they're like, all right, just make sure you sleep on your back. Don't sleep mm-hmm. on your face. And I was like, wait, yeah. this is how demons crawl on top of you <laughs> at night. I'm not going to sleep on my back. <laughs> so um, if I get anything done to my face, I then sleep on my back for a couple of nights uh-huh. on my couch. And let it settle. With a sleep mat. Yeah. Just in case, because if something's going on, I don't want to see it. Yeah. That is hilarious to me that you don't want to see it. I, I would think that you'd 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 really want to see it. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, you know, I did have an experience a couple of months ago during the middle of the night that was in my bedroom. That mm. was a ghost, I believe, mm. and it wasn't a sleep paralysis thing. I don't think, but mm. I just don't. The things that people describe to me that they mm. see crawling on them or oh, sitting on yeah, them or yeah. in the corner of their room when they have sleep paralysis. Mm. It can get real scary. Whoever that is that appears to people, mm-hmm. the old hag, the demon, whatever, yeah, yeah. they have been waiting for the moment they can catch me on my back. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Oh, man. We got to get you like a, um, uh, like a massage bed to, to sleep in. Uh, that would be great. My birthday your foot is coming up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now I know where to get you. <laughs> well, Chris, this has been lovely. So lovely. As always, the third installment <laughs> i can't wait to hear what other adventures what other terrifying places you're gonna go for fun <laughs> please well, report y- back you'll be the first to know i promise <laughs> and we need to go to one of these together yes let's do it um well i guess you know what you got a book coming out or is it out? i do oh yeah i do um uh this uh october i have the the 10th anniversary of uh the first land of stories book is coming out so um i'll Congrats. be out and about promoting that amazing yeah well, can't believe it's been 10 years. Jeez, I good know. for you. But then also it feels like 50 years at the same time. So, I, you know, I can and I can't. It's so great. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for doing yeah. this. Thank you so much to Chris Colfer. Are you subscribed to the show? Please follow this show. Tell your friends about it. Let's get it going for Halloween time. And please rate the show five stars. Hey, special thank you to Diane for sending me that ghost story. I would love to read your ghost story, so leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcast or email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. I am on Instagram at Roz Hernandez, TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I love you all. Both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! A podcast network.